Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, is a common theme found in our prayers of the Sarasim Tshuva. So is Hashem our Father, or is He our King? They tell a story about a young boy whose father was also his Rebbe in school. Not to show any favoritism, his father was exceptionally harsh with him in school. One day, while sitting together at home, the boy approached his father and he asked him, Dad, I want to ask you a question. Are you my father or are you my Rebbe? His father replied, We are home now, so now I'm your father. The boy responded, Dad, can you please tell my Rebbe not to be so hard on me? So is Hashem our father or our king? And the answer is, Hashem is both. A king has the ability to help us, but he doesn't always want to help us. A father always wants to help us, but he's not always capable. He might be lacking the means and the wherewithal to get us out of a difficult predicament. So we say, Avinu Malkeinu, Hashem, you are both our father and our king. You are the Melech Malchem Lachem, you are the omnipotent being, so you have the ability. And you are also the Avarachman, you are kind and compassionate, so you also have a desire to help us. I'd like to share with you an incredible story that took place about 20 years ago. There was a man who lived in one of those high-rise buildings in the Upper West Side of Manhattan, a very prestigious building. One day, as he's going down the elevator, he sees a very distinguished-looking person riding with him in the elevator. The Yid asks him, Why are there so many police cars in front of the building today? Why all this security? This person tells him, You wouldn't believe it, but I'm actually a prince. I live on the top floor of this building up in the penthouse. I am the son of the King of Morocco. And my father, the King of Morocco, is here today in New York City. And he's now on his way to my apartment. That is why there's such major police presence outside the building. The prince detected that this Yid was overwhelmed with excitement and emotion. So the prince tells him, Do you want to meet my father, the king? And he said, Of course I do. Obviously, it's a tremendous honor to meet a king, even a secular king. The Gemara says that we make a bracha when we see a king. The prince tells him, Come up tonight to my apartment at 8 p.m. and I'll arrange the meeting. This Yid had a son who had just been by mitzvah, and his son was home that evening. So he decided to take him along to the king. And precisely at 8 p.m., they went up to the penthouse and security ushers them in and they meet the king of Morocco. They start talking and the king asks the boy, How old are you? And he says, Your majesty, I just turned 13. In fact, we just celebrated my bar mitzvah last week. And the father goes on to explain to the king the significance of turning 13 and all that it entails. And he tells him, Next week we are both flying to Israel to meet with the rabbis there and pray at the holy sites. The king was very impressed with this whole exchange. And they wished each other well and departed. The next day, this Yid opens up his mailbox and he finds a check from the king of Morocco written out to his son, the Bar Mitzvah boy, for $50,000. And there's a note in the envelope. This is a gift from the king of Morocco upon your special occasion. Not a bad Bar Mitzvah gift. The father was taken aback and also a bit apprehensive as what to do with the check. Later that evening, he meets up with the prince and he tells him, Thank you very much, I got your father's check, but we can't accept such an exorbitant amount of money. I don't know how it works in Morocco, but here a nice gift for a bar mitzvah boy is about $180. We Jews don't give $50,000 checks to bar mitzvah boys. The prince tells the father, you don't understand. Bar mitzvah boys might only get $180 gifts. But for the king of Morocco, 
it is inappropriate to give anything less than $50,000. It's not about the recipient. It's about the giver. Anything less than that amount is unbefitting for a king. And the father was very moved by the statements from the prince. A few weeks later, when he took his bar mitzvah boy to Etz Yisrael, he went in to see Rab Aaron Lamesteinman, and he told him what the prince told him. Rab Steinman told him, Now I understand something we say by Davenik. We say during the Yom Naram, Avinu Malkeinu, Asei Lamancha, Veloy Lamanenu. Please act for your sake, not for our sake. It always bothered me. We ask Hashem, do it for your sake, but not for our sake. Why do we care if the Rabbi Shalom does it Lamancha or Lamaneno? Just give us your blessings. Why should we care for whose sake? But now I understand. At best, we only deserve $180 gifts. But for the Rabbi Shalom, the King of Kings, it's unbecoming for him. It's beneath his dignity to give anything less than a significant amount. He only gives Berevach. So we pray, Avinu Malkenu, Father, don't forget that you are also a king. Therefore, don't look at what we really deserve. Mancha, do it for your sake. Therefore, give us what's befitting for a king to give, even if it's a lot more than we deserve. Incredible. A godl takes a mundane story and perceives in it an amazing lesson for the Sarasimei And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.